Your younger selves are all still safe and sound. Thank you. You're a naughty one. That's right. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight we'll be discussing the latest Legends of Tomorrow episode, which originally aired Thursday, April 21st. We're totally late this week, and apologies, but we were hanging out at the Refuge over the weekend, and some adorable little thief stole the keys to the podcast. Yeah, so adorable. Keep your eyes on your keys and beware of Victorian English kids with ships. Just saying. I'll co-sign that. He was cute, but yeah, watch out. So you ready to break this baby down? Yep, but first let us remind the good people that they should check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, there's a 99.9999% chance that someone over there is writing something amazing about it. Check out the other articles and reviews. Court just put up her Outlander recaps and a pretty cool top 10 list for Lucifer. Also, check out my theory on the Navy and Fear of the Walking Dead. Court. It was pretty cool. Well, I was looking at it because I'm ex-Navy, so that's kind of what I went with. and yeah. It made sense to me, but, you know. Anyhow, let these good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jindev, and he is Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Be sure to use the hashtag Pure Fandoms when talking about the show so we can chat along with you. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook and let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing about or reading about because we want to write about it. This week's episode was 112 and it was titled Last Refuge. The team is targeted by the Pilgrim guest star Faye Kingsley, a deadly assassin who wants to erase the legends from the timeline by killing their younger, non-superhero selves. As a protective countermeasure, Rip decides Sarah, Snart, Rory, Professor Stein, and Jax need to kidnap their past selves first before the Pilgrim gets to them. Coming face-to-face with the younger versions of themselves proves to be both a physical and emotional challenge for certain members of the team who would rather forget their past. Rip tells them he has a refuge for their precious cargo. The episode was directed by Rachel Talale and written by Chris Fedek and Matthew Mala. Or Mala. May oh, I? That sounds, yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay, my biggest issue with this episode was the time travel stuff. It seemed like they just kept trying to explain the rules in this episode, and some of them made sense, but other parts of them just went totally out the window. And I'm, you know, still waiting to see what time did to snart after he saved his father from stealing the jewel and going to jail. Well, I just kind of went with it this episode, and I kind of like the idea that they have been gone from 2016 for so long that they were starting to, people were forgetting they existed. So that, that basically happens or no, their younger selves were starting. Once they took their younger selves and they took them to the refuge, people were starting to forget they existed. Right. And so like when um, I'm jumping ahead, but later when Stein is with his wife, she's like, I don't, you look familiar, but I don't know who you are. Exactly. And, but then again, we also had the whole thing of why they couldn't take the babies back at the end. It, It didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, you got a time travel machine. Why don't you just go? And it goes with the whole thing of how time lands. They had they had to go now to beat up Vandal. But still, why they couldn't take the kids back. I was kind of cloudy on that one. That's the thing that it just kind of went over my head there. See, I'm with you on that because didn't they say once she had already attempted to kill them at one point in time, she could not go back to them or she could not disrupt the timeline anymore to attack any of their other selves? So they said. And she's dead, so. 
Right. So she wouldn't be able to go back anymore. So why don't go drop the kids off? It was, it just seemed like one of those things that just, okay, we got to go do this now to get down the back on his vandal savage thing. Yeah. And so if they disappear, do they cease to exist because nobody remembers? <laughs> I don't necessarily think they would disappear. They would still be there, but they're out of time. They would t- exist out of time. Yeah. They just exist out of time. Wherever the refuge is, they'd start in that time. And they get to hang out with their younger selves and have paradoxes. I guess. Ooh, ooh! Somebody said something about paradoxes this weekend. I got excited. Was that was that um that, that, that was, was a rip, right? Yeah, rip that was said, a rip. I don't talking. want you. I don't want you kidnapping your younger selves and causing a huge paradox. Right, Didn't exactly. And what did it do? Kidnapped their younger selves and kind of created a paradox. But yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It was not a twelve monkeys paradox where everybody would have blown up. That would have been awesome. Because yes. for those of you who don't watch Twelve Monkeys, we also do a podcast on that one. But they do in, time travel well. Yeah, they, if you run into your past self or whatever, things blow up when it has a paradox. Yeah. For example, there was this awesome moment where there was a watch from the future and a watch in the present, and they were side by side. And, of course, two things that exist occupying the same, I guess, space. Mm-hmm. It just, boom. It was awesome. It was yeah. the best. Yeah, their time travel rules slightly different. Than Legends of Tomorrow, but anyhow, yeah. On the Legends of Tomorrow, Jax finally got some major screen time, and as a result, we got to meet his father. That was a pretty cool moment. And there was this whole scene with Stein where he mentions never being able to talk to his father, and then Stein sees Daddy Jax, and he goes and tells Jax, who apparently was just hanging out around the corner. I totally knew that was going to happen. He was just, you know, grabbing some coke or something and a tab or whatever. Yeah, even though you're not supposed to be at the hospital, because we don't want to cause a paradox if you accidentally see your baby self. Right, but he was just there. So right after that, uh, Jax's dad becomes a big component of the rest of the episode. So since his dad dies, why couldn't they keep his dad around? I don't know. And see, this is my other paradox theory, right? Uh, Jax tells his dad about the IED that's going to kill him. I hate when they do that. But for whatever reason, I mean, talk, you know, real seriously, talk about making somebody paranoid, which brings me to another point or actual points. First, wouldn't Daddy Jax have taken the memory pill like baby Sarah and Sarah's dad did? Yeah, he did. So he he was not going to remember. But yet he still warning. tells him. Okay. So the, the warning still stuck there in his head then, I guess. No, he's not going to remember the warning. All right. I guess Jax didn't know at that point in time that they were getting the memory pill. Oh, okay. I remember when he was telling him about that, yes, there was that moment where um, Mrs. Stein wasn't remembering uh, Martin, but that was because of the whole timey-wimey thing. That wasn't because of the pill. Okay, I never caught that his dad actually took the pill. His dad ends up taking the pill, I think. I'm pretty sure. Well, let me just jump over to my my other point, my third point. My second point doesn't matter anymore. Your fifth point? My third point was, uh, if Daddy Jax didn't actually take the memory pill, is Jax to blame for his father's death? Because think about it. He's his, never to blame for it because it's a whole de- final destination thing. Right, but his father would be busy looking somewhere else and stressed out about having looked at this IED that's going to kill him that his yeah. future son warned him about, and he totally misses it and blows up because he's looking somewhere else. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, that is not Jax's fault. Okay. So. He ends up dying either way. But, you know, if he hadn't died, he wouldn't have ended up with Stein in the first place, which means he wouldn't have gone back. Never mind. Can we go back to the beginning, though? Mick. Let's talk about Mick. Yeah. I want to go all the way back to the beginning. Okay. That cool moment where they sentenced that dude to um, death via Omega Protocol. Right. And the pilgrim. She works really fast. And she reminded me of River. 
Does she remind you at all? Of oh, she, yeah. Oh, she definitely re- reminded okay. me of River. Okay. Because, you know, River totally would, would have become a badass assassin. She actually kind of was. Right. Yeah. And that, was, that kind of makes me wonder about the Italian Masters anyhow. You know, yeah. this group kind of might need a makeover at some point after they finish with Vandal. Yeah. So Please. you have this group whose uh, prime objective is to fix timeline issues. Mm-hmm. But yet they have no problem going back and creating these massive paradox waves by taking somebody out of the timeline, which would... Uh, everybody well, they, that, they check to make sure that that person isn't going isn't gonna to affect anything too crucial but you're still Perhaps. but how how would you know to check that much because you're still taking somebody out who's going to run into somebody who's going to do something and it's a whole it's a whole bunch no, it, it's effect. ripples but they check to make sure the ripples won't be huge that's just like what I guess Rip was talking about where they if initially he said that they wouldn't take him out because of all the things that he's been in touch with, all the different things that he's done. Mm-hmm. But I think that chick just goes crazy at one point in time and she doesn't care anymore because they've gotten her so bad because she like, they've thwarted her at every single turn. Like right. she just wants to take him out however she can. True. So she throws all the rules away. Okay, I can see that. And I'm kind of bummed that we only got one episode with Pilgrim. <laughs> Two, she was awesome. Like I would rather have a whole season almost of her than Randall Savage. Yeah. Like she was a compelling bad guy. She was great. I liked her. She, I mean, we could. She's yeah, more interesting than Vandal, definitely. Yeah, and as long as they didn't do anything like what they did with the whole Bubba Fat thing, like if right. they had that going on for a couple episodes, that would be cool. Well, and you know, she actually did something that makes sense. You go after groups, loved ones, yeah, and people are more likely to give themselves up. To save someone else. Yeah, like, I wouldn't have minded if, when they defeated her this week, like, if she hadn't died. Like, if it had just been that thing with baby Rip. If they hadn't have just, like, blown her to, uh, yes. to dust. <laughs> like, and she had the most cool power ever. Mm-hmm. Like, she can stop time enough to reverse it enough to throw your shit back at you. That was awesome. Yes, it was. And uh, important thing, we also did this on our 12 Monkeys recap. If at any point in time... You know how to end and stop whatever bad thing's happening, and the other person says, just let me die. Let the other person die. That's a big hell captive. Yeah. It just helps out. True, true, <laughs> true, Because whenever true. you save the other person, it never goes well. No, I agree. <laughs> so uh, we can get back to Heat Wave like you wanted. So okay. the group ends up in 1999, uh, hiding fires at Heat Wave's place. Yes, and and this is this... Um, Actually, the lighting of the fire, they're trying to find Mech, and which gave us Ray's line of the day that you're really over. Oh, I'm so over his lines. They're they're forced. If he had said it and didn't acknowledge he said it, that would have been kind of cool. But he does it every week, and now it's just getting annoying. Right. It's the whole, you know, come with me if you want to live. He didn't even do the accent, so yeah, didn't do it right. It's, it's, it's too much now. It, too it much. was very, it was a lot. One of the things I really liked about this episode was Mick telling his younger self that it wasn't his fault that his parents died. That was really cool. I like the fact that he said, for a long time, I hated you, kid. And like he, 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 at that point, he's separate from himself. He's talking to himself, but he's separate. Right. And he's saying that I blamed you, not me. I blamed you. And so no, don't blame yourself because you really didn't do this on purpose. And then you were in self-preservation mode when all this went down. Exactly. It's, it's like a really big growing spot for him. Yeah. My only thing was... 
was it at the end of last week where he was sitting outside watching the fire and he had that look in his eyes where he was just enthralled with it. And like, he didn't look sad that his family was still in there. Well, it's the same look that Mick had when he were in prison and he had the lighter and he was just staring at the flame. Yeah, he's a little fire bug. Yeah, it's the same thing. He was just enthralled by the fire. Okay. But now I'm kind of curious now that he said these words to baby Mick, unless they're going to give them all amnesia pills also. I could see that happening. Is this going to... Because they've seen too much. Like, Sarah, they can't put her back in the timeline and having seen her future self. True. Like, she's not going to believe that that was really one of her relatives. So they're they're going to get the drug, too. Well, I'm just wondering if they need these... All this stuff is very convenient. Oh, yeah, it is very... you have a magic pill so you can forget. Well, I'm just kind of wondering if any of those words that Mick says to his younger self is actually going to have an overall change on his character as he grows up that will see change in him. Because we've already seen a big change in him from when he went to the Time Masters from where he was at before. See, I don't think that can happen. I don't think that should happen because if it does, it's going to change his entire journey. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. It would. But it's just one of the thoughts that I had. But he's actually... I guess we really don't need to do that after after we say that because he has changed from exactly. who he was. I mean, it took him a couple of lifetimes. Right. And, you know, a day and a half of deprogramming. But other than that, he's yeah. fine. Because like, he was like, stay away from my best friend. Uh-huh. So they're, they're best friends again. Right. Or his his baby best friend. I don't know. That was cool, though. The babysitting one? Yeah. Hold on. Here it is. Baby? Give me that. Inside. Is that a... Baby? Yes, and you guys are in charge of him. Wait, I made five grand last summer babysitting. You'll be fine. No, I don't do babies. You do now. Think of it as a thank you for saving your life. You better not drop my future criminal partner. Otherwise, you're in trouble. Comprende? I just love making his... I, I love everything about Mick and the fact that we get to learn even more about him. Right. That was really great. Was, one of the things that I wanted to know about Mick was what about his parents? Were they horrible parents or great parents or what type of parents were they? It didn't, there was nothing, to, it didn't say anything. I know, we didn't get anything on that one. I, I doubt they were terrible. Like he was just a regular kid fascinated with the flames and he killed his parents. He just had his issues. See, I think if they were horrible, like, um, Captain Colds, mm-hmm. like we would have known about it. True, true. I can understand that. Um, just seeing how little Sarah has changed over the years was pretty awesome. Well, how about how much her father has changed? Uh huh. So, uh, 2007, Lance apparently had hair. Right. So you you don't really watch. Uh, I've watched a little bit of it. So you know he's a baldy. Right. Yeah, I know that part. Yeah, that was really cool. And I don't want to spoil anything that's going on in Arrow itself. I was just a little bummed that there was no way that Sarah could find out some of the major stuff that's happened on Arrow. But it was cool seeing her in 2007 with her father. I did love the uh, fight scene in the hallway when baby Sarah finally sees it, you know, her own self. And, you know, Mick's there to save her. Well, Mick's there to really watch. Cool. And they have the whole... Oh, my God. Jeez. Fight the badass. Because that was the greatest fight scene ever. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, I love that whole thing with the 2007. Well, she went to go check out her dad's work. And she's like, it was, I guess it was like, take your daughter to work. Because I think last week was take your child to work day or something like that. Right. So he takes her to work and she thinks she's going to see something cool. And he he acts like she's arrested. <laughs> he, he's like, you're going to see all this stuff on this side. I guess he wanted to scare her straight without having 
her having done anything wrong at that point mm-hmm. in time. <laughs> but that that's a Lance move, so that was cool. Um, I loved when we saw Sarah and Kendra getting their battle on, like practicing. Right. Like the more these girls are together and just kind of bonding, I think it's awesome. No, definitely. They're I really like it when they're together. They need to go out and do a little bit more together. Definitely. One of the things I caught that was interesting about Sarah was, uh, you know, Jax was telling his dad about the ID. Mick was giving advice to his younger self. At no point in time did Sarah mention anything about skipping a boat ride. Yeah. But, and I'm glad she didn't do that. Maybe she's learned her lesson. Well, you can say I think she's just more comfortable now with who she is. Yeah. And, of course, if she would have skipped the boat ride, that would have really screwed up Arrow. Yes, it would have. Like, maybe um, our certain person wouldn't have become who he was, and then some other stuff wouldn't have happened. Yeah, and that one guy wouldn't have done that one thing, or that one chick yeah. wouldn't have done that other thing. Yeah, that yeah. too. Well, I, and I do love when um, we see baby Heatwave flirting with Sarah, uh-huh. or young Sarah. She's like, no, kid, you don't even have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of having a chance, Ray's getting beat up in the past when he's getting beat up in the present, which was kind of weird. But he pops the question on the emergency bread, uh, bed to Kendra. Yeah. And she says, yes, of course. You know. Yeah, but she doesn't really mean it. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that was the interesting part at the end. You know, after telling Ray um, about the other Kendra and that she decided to go forward with the relationship. Yeah. And I know you hate it, but uh, I'm see, totally I don't, fine. I don't necessarily hate it. I just think it's way too fast. Like, what is this? This is episode 12. And yes, they were in the past for two years and they knew each other that long. But for me as a viewer, like I, I, I'm not in this relationship at all. Like I, I, I was enjoying it when it first started. But for me, everything is happening way too fast with them. And then them having that flashback of Carter, like I have Carter in the back of my head. And then the old lady, old lady um, Kendra, like I have her in my head too, where all this is doomed. So I have no reason to feel invested in this relationship at all. Well, it makes me wonder who's going to stay and who's going to leave. This is true. I can't see Ray leaving though. I hope I, not. I really, I like him. You know, you're. I mean, you're as long as they cut out the cheesy extra sheet, I, mean, I love Ray. I love that he's such a dork. But they they're going too over the top and trying to make him too Cisco. Mm-hmm. True. That's very. I, There's yeah. one Cisco Ramon people. Only one vibe. Only one vibe. Well, there there was two. No, there was a reverb and there was yeah. a vibe. <laughs> So, but that's that's different. To but it's totally different to that. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I found interesting is she's saying yes and getting married, and you know, marriage on TV never works out well, yeah. Especially if it's a reality show. But however, what happens if they kill Vandal? Doesn't that end Kendra's reincarnation cycle and make her the last, which means she would never see Carter again? I don't think so. How does that work? Didn't she's going to re- they're just going to keep reincarnating? Those I, two would keep reincarnating, but they, not Vandal. Like he'd be done. I don't know. Well, I I like maybe we'll find out who knows. I have no idea. We'll see. Um I thought Ray had some good questions, good questions about all the timey wimeyness and how long it takes to be erased from the timeline. Mm-hmm. And that was actually before he got uh, attacked, I think. And it was interesting that he had that question earlier in the episode. We saw when the pilgrim took out that one guy, and it seemed instantaneous. But with Ray, we could see the bruises appearing on him from when she was kicking his butt back in whatever. And was that twenty fourteen? Yes, I guess when he was first building his Adam suit. 
So that it was really interesting, the whole thing with time and how long it takes to catch up with itself. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that part was rather weird. I was kind of yeah. confused with that. I like the thing where Gideon could sense the temporal wave. That was cool. Of course, she could. Yeah, and don't don't it's, it is a little convenient, but still, because there was the times when she couldn't sense it. Right. So I guess that's how they know where um, where our team is sometime because they cause oh they cause they cause hell big temporal waves with all the crap that they pull. Oh exactly, it's you know oh they're in this zone that's where they're at we can totally yeah. tell unless it's one of those blind spots. True, but you would think that the uh, refuge would it was a refuge a blind spot because that would be a temporal wave all on its own wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know. This is true. And again, going back to the Pilgrim, I just thought she was really cool. I like that one moment um, where in 2014, Ray was like, who are you? And she was like, I'm no one. We have that in common. Everybody's always getting that digging at Ray. Uh-huh. That is funny. Like she, did, she doesn't even know the man and she knows exactly what button to push. <laughs> um, Snart took a little backseat on this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did. He I did. that. He did. I'm going to go ahead and play this whole thing because it cracked me up. Okay, which one is smart? Uh, look for the one with horns. Found him. Great, grab him. Let's go. Hello, baby snart. Oh, look at you. Kendra, come on. We don't have time for this. Look. Oh, look at those cheeks. <laughs> You're the cutest little baby in the world. Oh. Poor kid. He's got to have a rough life ahead of him. Good thing we're kidnapping him. I got a kick out of it so much because just moments before we had been watching Sarah just beat up the pilgrim. And next yeah. thing you should know, she's gushing over um, a baby's cheeks. That was the cutest thing ever, <laughs> even though I was yelling at them to hurry up because the pilgrim group would show up at any moment. Right. Was, but that was so, like, so cute. <laughs> like, he was adorable. And that was pretty much, he had, his baby had more screen time than he did on this episode. So, you know. That's okay. That was fine. That's fine. It was I cool. mean, since we didn't get to see Lisa. True. I think she's doing a new show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I, and I guess they couldn't get her. They need to have her show back up. Golden Glitter, come to us. Yes, please. Let's <laughs> talk about Rip. Rip has a mother. I know, doesn't it? It's And his name was Michael? Yeah, and she knows all about the timey-wimey-wimey-ness. And she knew everything. You know why she knows all about the timey-wimey-wimey-ness? Why? She was on Doctor Who also. She <gasps> Is was, she a Time Lord? Uh, no, she was evil lady. <laughs> she was in an episode a, long, a while back. I forgot the name of it, but yeah. as soon as I saw her, I went, you were totally in Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, I, I like the idea, the whole idea of this um, this orphanage, which is basically a breeding ground for little time masters. I, it, it was just killing me. At no point in time <laughs> did I think Rip was like this Oliver Twist child. That was but so he cool. really wasn't an Oliver Twist. He was more like a Gavros child. From, or or maybe he was yeah. just a hybrid. He like he just you know it was really cool seeing how the uh, children time masters grow up. And yeah, the children that, of the corn. That little rip don't take no no uh, lip from anybody. 
Apparently not. I mean, he was adorable, but just watch your your pockets and watch out for the shivs. I mean, that was the best undercover thing ever, that he knew to get himself that his self would not let himself die. Yeah, like I did not expect that at all. No, that's... That slow motion fight scene was awesome. You know, the little the slow motion scenes that she was doing really came to play when everybody went to attack at the same time. Yeah. Like, this episode is what I want the show to be every week. And it just goes to show that it was another one of these scenes that they did the fights on that was everybody was there. And it was just so well shot to get everybody into it. And it was different. It. Uh, it was very different. And, you know, fire and ice and... and plasma beams and everything else and yeah and what's it ha- what's that do when you get hit by all that at one time i don't know what kendra was doing just gonna bash her on the head or something but yeah <laughs> it turns into uh, dust she, she, was, she was gonna hawk sweeper <laughs> i think she was just there for moral support to you know get him to slow down a little bit more yeah <laughs> so that was it i i really enjoyed it next week we're going to see vandal uh is it gonna be the last time it may be the last time. It's hard to say. We got to, they got to wrap this Vandal arc up again um, at some point. Uh, well, I'm telling you, um, before Vandal goes away completely, we're going to see Carter again. I know that's going to happen. It has to happen. Is that what you're, this is what you're going with, huh? That's what I'm going with. That is why I cannot get invested at all in Kendra and Ray. Now, once he comes back, she may stick with Ray for a little bit, but it's always going to be Kendra and Carter. Carter's going to come back. He's working with Vandal. He's going to kill Kendra. No, that's not how that works, dude. No? No, no. Hawk love. Soulmates. Hawk love. Ha-ha! <laughs> I just feel bad for Ray. Well, we'll have to see what happens. I know. But yeah, this week was this week was great. And oh. we have four episodes left. Yes, and let's hope they keep making Rip interesting. Well, yeah, they have to make Rip interesting or else, you know. It was very work. necessary because I did not care about him for a long time. There's that. He he kind of kept going there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So keep making Rip interesting. Cut out the cheesy lines for Ray. Um, you can keep bringing Kendra and Ray, but just know that I don't care because Carter. Yay. Yeah. Cut out the cheesy lines for Ray. Keep the cheesy lines for Mac because. You're a naughty one. That's right. Yeah, he does it well, and that wasn't cheesy. That no, was it wasn't. But he keeps uh, he he, uh, he, like he perfect. Maybe it's the delivery because the delivery for Mick and Stein are always spot on. Yes, because you know this isn't. Come with me if you want to live. I always wanted to say that. No, 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 no. That doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. You you ruined it. Exactly. Stop ruining things. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you got anything else on this one? No, that's all I have on this one. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. We both got a lot of different articles on there, and there are tons of awesome writers filling up the site with amazing fandom articles. Yes. Again, be sure to check out our other podcast, Sci-Fi Rewind, and we're also covering Sci-Fi's 12 Monkeys, so make sure to check that out on purefandom.com as well. We'll have another recap of Legends of Tomorrow coming out soon. And if you have a favorite moment from this episode, let us know and hit us up in the comment section below. Until then, we'll talk to you later. Later. Don't cause any um, paradoxes, okay? <laughs>